Hello everybody, I, I just wanted to have a quick um, couple of things, just a little bit of housekeeping before I started the podcast this time around. Uh, one, I'm really sorry for not providing very frequent podcast episodes at the moment. I've been super, super busy, so I am really, really sorry. However, I now have a renewed vigour to be able to provide you with a little bit more frequent podcast episodes from now on, so hopefully I'll be able to stick with that. Before we kick off the show this time around, I just wanted to let you know about something which you might be interested in. If you are a small business owner and you are trying to take control of your own digital marketing and you do do not have a Scooby-Doo where to start, then I have a recommendation for you. And I have a little little thing which you might be interested in. It's called the Punk Digital Marketing Business Network, okay? It's a Facebook group. It is absolutely free. There's no charge, okay? There's no nothing. You just have to search for it and you just have to join it. Basically, I want to create a community of business owners that can all get in one place and talk about digital marketing. And I want you to feed off advice and experience from other business owners that are doing exactly the same thing as you because you are a community of like-minded people and we all go through the same struggles. We all go through the same doubts, the same concerns, and there are people out there in the world who are able to help you along the way. Also, so you know that you're going down the, the right path, the correct path for you, there are also a couple of experts on there as well for you. I am on the uh, on the network. You'll be able to find me. Um, I might be able to guide you in a certain direction, but there are people that are far smarter than me that are also out there, and they have their specialisms in SEO, in social media, in email marketing, in uh, Google Ads or Facebook Ads or whatever. Okay, there are specialists. There are experts in their specialisms on the network where you can communicate, and they'll be able to talk to you and speak to you and advise you. Uh, you know, off their own bat, and they'll be able to help you out. So if you're interested, just go over to facebook.com and uh, log into your Facebook profile, search in the search box, Punk Digital Marketing Business Network, you'll be able to find it, just join, um, and there you go, that's it, and you'll be able to see all the lovely things that people have put up on there, all the questions that people are asking, Um, so just go over to facebook.com, put in the search bar, Punk Digital Marketing Business Network, it is free to join. I'm giving this away for free people, okay? It's just a free network. It's just a group of like-minded people getting together and talking about digital marketing. What is wrong with that? Nothing at all. So go and find out. Punk Digital Marketing Business Network, Facebook.com. Go there now and join. Okay, let's start the actual show. The Digital Marketing Punkcast. Hello, everybody. Um, I hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful time, and I hope you had a wonderful, wonderful Easter. I'm really, really sorry, like I said at the start of the show, for not providing very decent, you know, frequent podcast episodes at the moment. I feel like I've let everybody down. I would like to say, however, how wonderful it's been um, hearing about people wanting to hear more episodes and um, people saying wonderful things about the podcast and stuff like that. Do you know what's really terrible is I have, this is not me gloating, although I suppose it is in a way, but I have a um, an event coming up next weekend, okay, on Star Wars Day. I'm going to be at the Blog On Conference on Star Wars Day and I'm actually talking about podcasting. Um, and I feel really bad because I'm talking about podcasting. I'm meant to be this person that knows about podcasting and I'm the person, the worst person to talk about podcasting when it comes to actually being frequent and up to date and actually doing stuff (laughs) because things get the better of me and I'm really busy. So I'm going to be providing better advice than, you know, it's going to be one more of those things that actually say, uh, do what I say and not as I do kind of situation. But anyway, uh, I'm really looking forward to that. It should be really, really exciting. There's going to be a load of other speakers there, which I'm really excited to um, sort of have listened to as well. And I'm actually going to be doing a little bit of hands-on podcasty stuff as well. Blue Microphone is going to be um sponsoring the event and they're going to be they're going to be sending some equipment down and we'll be able to play with the microphones and you'll be able to talk into the microphone, have an interview with me. Uh, you know, I better brush up my interview skills, but have an interview with me and talk to me about your experiences, all that kind of stuff. So it's going to be really really cool. Um that's a blog on conference and it's going to be next week. It feels like it's coming up really, really fast. Where's this year gone? It's May already. <laughs> What's going on? Okay. 
So like I say, really sorry for not doing a podcast um, very recently, but I'm back on it. I'm gonna, I'm going gung-ho now. I'm going to keep going and doing it. So um, I have a really cool episode this week um, because this topic that we're going to be talking about this week is very much one of those things that has sort of been floating around my mind quite a lot. And I'll tell you why. Recently, um, myself and my partner took the step to move away from things like Sky and Virgin TV. And if you're in America and you're listening to it, which I know a lot of you are, by the way, if you're in America and listening to this, they're kind of like your major TV, satellite TV providers um, here in the UK. And we've moved away. We've now gone on to Now TV, which is kind of pure on-demand TV. Um, and it's really, really cool. And I much prefer it over sort of paying out of the nose for, you know, your normal channels and stuff like that. Who who watches stuff live anymore? I mean, come on. But it's um it's been really eye-opening for me because what I've seen is this influx in on-demand video advertising, okay? And I've seen it a lot because we now watch a lot of stuff on demand and there are adverts, which is great for the sort of ecosystem of, uh, you know, video advertising. I think that's a good thing. You know, we used to have a lot of piracy and streaming, um, which used to ruin everything, really. And now we've got this sort of on-demand with TV advertising. And it's not intrusive. It's not too much. Although I should say some of the providers are doing a little bit too much in terms of how many ads they stuff in. Keep it short, people. But what we're seeing, uh, or at least what I'm seeing, is a lot of very you know, targeted advertising towards myself and my partner as consumers. Now, one of those things... And I don't know whether this is actually a thing or not, but I'm presuming it is from the research that I've done. One of the things is you may have noticed if you follow me on Instagram at Digital Marketing Punk that myself and my partner have a new cat um, and he is the Digital Marketing Punk cat. Okay, He's awesome. He's really, really cool. He is sometimes annoying as hell, but he's proper punk, which makes him the coolest cat ever. Um and we have noticed an influx recently of our on-demand TV adverts being very cat-based. Um, cat food, um, you know, cat treats and things like that. There's a lot of them, which is good thing because now I'm not seeing TV adverts for things that I do not give an absolute monkeys about and they're just boring. The one downside that I'll take from that is that now I am not sort of involved I have a big passion for classic TV adverts in fact I did a paper of this when I was at school about classic TV adverts and they were the things like do you remember the Honda advert with all the t- the, the the car parts that would knock on and do things and there was Sugar Hill Gang in, <laughs> Sugar Hill Gang in the background and the Guinness advert tick follows talk follows tick follows talk those kind of adverts are they going to become a thing of the past now because now we've got targeted TV adverts they don't have to be as effective they just have to be targeted correctly in order for me to be become in enthused about it. Uh, so that's a sad thing. I hope we don't lose that art form of TV advertising. And it is an art form. And the whole point of TV advertising, if you're going to make it relevant and effective, is to make it good. <laughs> and targeting's a big part of that, but you have to also make it so people engage with it and watch it and take note of it rather than going away and making a cup of tea. Or even in this day and age now, suppose just looking at their phone i watch my partner now as we both sit on the sofa watching um tv programs which i shan't mention because people laugh at me but we watch tv programs and as soon as an advert comes on my partner will instantly go on her phone which is you know everybody does this now i'm not saying it's particularly her but everybody does this now it's a it's a it's an instinct almost to instantly go on your phone so um so that's interesting engaging people through tv sort of you know, video format should be really, really important. Don't lose that art form, people. Don't lose it. Okay. Anyway, the point was that meandering sort of thing that I did there. The point was is that this is something that really intrigues me at the moment because I'm getting bombarded with it quite a lot. Um, from going from Sky, you used to skip over. You'd record stuff on the Skybox and then you'd just skip over it. Um, like TiVo, I suppose, is what they call it in America, I think. Um, but you could just fast forward all the adverts. You now can't do that. Not with the Now TV box. You're, you're sort of locked in. 
So I'm seeing a lot and I'm feeling a lot more of video TV adverts than I was in the past. And it got me thinking about how much video content we consume now with the likes of Netflix, with the likes of Now TV, with the likes of um, YouTube, how much video content we're actually consuming on demand and how advertising platforms in them um, are going to be so much more effective than they are. It got me quite excited. This is the first time I got excited about a platform and a medium before because the actual behaviours of people are changing in such a way where we can start engaging them in an exciting, more exciting way, more exciting than, say, you know, traditional SEO. People are going to hate me for saying this, but, you know, traditional SEO or email marketing, which is kind of dated and it's got a bit of a grey, ucky matter to it. But, um, yeah, so it got me really excited. So I wanted to speak to someone about YouTube advertising because it's been on my brain, it's been on my mind. Um, because I think it's so, so underrated. And I don't think a lot of people use it. I certainly don't think a lot of small businesses use it. So I wanted to find out more about it. Now, I've done bits and bobs with YouTube advertising uh, for clients and stuff before, but I never got you know, fully ingrained in it. I've certainly never spoken to anyone about it. And for me personally, I learned by speaking to people and getting their experiences from it. So um, I have been blessed this time um, to speak to Fionn Patrick, okay? He is a absolute expert when it comes to um, YouTube advertising, which is really exciting. Um, he is founder of Results at Scale. He does a lot of YouTube advertising. He knows a lot about it. So I wanted to talk to him about YouTube advertising, but I wanted to talk to him about how small businesses could grasp hold of that because, yes, we can, you can be really super targeted when it comes to YouTube advertising, but... Is it really something that small business owners should be getting involved in? And if I don't think small business owners have even thought about it because it feels too much like TV advertising. And instantly people are put off by that because it's beyond them. You know, Facebook adverts, fine, I can do that. Google adverts, fine, I can do that. SEO, yeah, yeah, that's not a problem. But YouTube ads, mm, TV adverts, is that for me? Really? That sounds expensive. That sounds like a lot of money I'm going to throw at it. And I knew... Um, from my experience, that it didn't have to be like that. So I spoke to Fionn Patrick about it, which was really super cool of him to come onto the show and talk to me about it. So I hope you enjoy this week's interview with Fionn Patrick all about YouTube advertising. Okay, so here with me today, I have Fionn Patrick. How are you doing? Great, Thomas. Thanks for having me. So uh, tell me what you're all about, Fionn. What do you do? What is your job? Where are you located? Tell me everything about you. It's going to be like speed dating this. Oh, sounds good. So uh, I'm based in Scotland and I am a traffic strategist for many clients uh, globally. So I run traffic from different platforms. One we're going to talk about today, which is YouTube. Uh, Along with that, we also use Facebook and uh, Google uh, network as well. Um, Really, what we're we're looking to do is drive high quality traffic to uh, predominantly webinars and uh, videos and so forth online. Um, And we help people get the the leg up uh, because traffic is one of those things that's quite quite complex and um, is difficult to scale. So that's what we help people with. It is certainly a complex beast, um, traffic, certainly. I think today we're going to be talking about YouTube ads. And for me, it's one of those things which I think it's really powerful and I think it's really important. It's going to become more important. So let's set the context, okay? We have all been, for the majority of our lives, subjected to incessant TV adverts, except if you watch the BBC, but incessant TV adverts um, from one thing or another. And they've... um, they're kind of seared into us. And now the TV world, the video world, um, that that medium of content is changing quite a lot. And we're seeing a generation now moving over to um, a more on-demand um, sort of video content consumption. And part of that is certainly uh, YouTube, which is becoming more and more and more popular, even though we actually think of YouTube as being really, really old nowadays. So YouTube advertisements, which is predominantly a you know, money-making platform for Google on the YouTube platform, um, surely now is something that is really, really powerful. So what are YouTube adverts? Great question. Okay, so to give a little bit of context, what I'll do is I'll compare it with what we know um, in terms of Google ads and Facebook ads. So I love YouTube ads for um, a few reasons in particular, and that is how they differ or, or vary from the usual ad networks that we, we hear about all the time. So um, to put into context, Google is a search-based advertising platform. So you type in 
the keywords that you're looking for and Google will serve you ads based on what you're searching for. Facebook, on the other hand, is interruptive advertising. So as you're scrolling through your newsfeed, looking at whatever people are having for dinner or whatever cat pictures they're posting that day, um, you can be served an ad based on um, your behavior online, the kind of pages that you like, um, and other things specific to the Facebook platform. So that's interruptive advertising. What's really cool about YouTube is that it kind of combines both of those. So when you're placing a YouTube ad, it's something that will come up as you are searching for a video of a certain topic. Um, what we're finding with YouTube ads is the quality of the prospects coming through with traffic are actually a lot higher because they're already searching with intent. Um, and so in traffic, we call it um, intent-based marketing. Um, and we want to kind of get in front of the people who are highest level intent-wise. Um, so that's what I really like about YouTube ads is it's, it's interruptive, but in a search-based context. Um, and that allows us to get in front of people who are actively searching for a solution um, and they're already um, highly engaged users. Um, so that's, in a nutshell, how YouTube will differ from Facebook and Google counterparts. So in terms of, I mean, that's really interesting. And I think that's part of the excitement for, for YouTube ads for me as well is, is, is that power of it. So when we take that comparison between TV advertising, which we're all used to and we all know about, um, what is the demographical shift and change that we're seeing at the moment with all that data? I know, I know, I'm seeing it when I'm uh, when I'm looking at marketing material and audience research and all that kind of stuff. So, what is that shift that we're seeing? So, is it true that we're, you know, with what we're seeing, with people are watching more YouTube, people are watching more of that content, which typically is just, you know, people searching and viewing the videos that they want to see. Yeah. So, I mean, the way I see it different from our conventional kind of TV based advertising is um, that's more kind of mass market advertising. Um, and generally there's, there's one of two things that happen. Like there used to be that old thing. It's just like, it's time to put the kettle on when the ads come on, for example. <laughs> Um, and there's all, only going to be a small percentage of people who are going to, um, you know, react positively to an ad that they see on the TV. So the percentage of relevance is a lot smaller. The other problem from the kind of old day um, television advertising is the, the nature of the beast, which is it's very expensive. The great thing mm -hmm. about um, digital marketing these days is that, you know, if you're a bootstrapping uh, entrepreneur or small business owner, you are able to access millions of people, even, well, billions of people at a few clicks of a button. Um, it just takes a bit of um, strategical work to get in front of the right people with the right message at the right time. Um, but it, it means that they can escape for entrepreneurs, small businesses so much broader uh, in comparison to, to, the, to the olden days, shall we say. That is really interesting. And surely that makes, if, if anything, that makes um, YouTube advertising a lot more powerful um, than, like you say, that broad spectrum of, you know, you'd put uh, a PG Tips advert with chimps on it um, straight after Coronation Street. So how can we target on YouTube advertising platform, How, what are the metrics that we have? You've you've mentioned already that we can obviously look at what people are already viewing, but can it even be broader than that? Is are, are we looking? I know a lot of people are talking about how oh, I searched something on Google and then suddenly this advert came up on YouTube. It really creeped me out. It wasn't on YouTube that I looked at it. So, what are our targeting, you know, specifications that we can have when it comes to YouTube adverts? Absolutely. So I think YouTube is actually probably the, the most comprehensive targeting platform in that it will take data from Google specifically because YouTube is owned by Google. Um, so you can uh, bid on keywords. Okay. And what that basically means is that anybody who types in specific keywords, like it might be how to insert the problem that you solve in your industry, you might be um, bidding on those keywords. Uh, that's one way of doing it. So that's keyword-based um, advertising. But what's even more powerful than that is that you can um, target people who are subscribers of certain channels. So it's not mm. even the same as you know people who like a Facebook page. These are people who have actively subscribed to um, a YouTube channel. So say, for example, I'm a marketer. 
and I want to get in front of my audience, I could put a YouTube ad out and say, okay, I want uh, Gary V's audience, anybody who's subscribed to his channel, I want my video to show before any of his videos play, right? That is a higher level of engagement um, behind that audience. And what's even even great, and this is the really kind of golden nugget when it comes to YouTube advertising, is that you don't actually pay for your ad until somebody has watched at least 30 seconds of it. Hmm. So the people that you're getting through are going to be highly qualified um, and your advertising uh, pounds or dollars um, are going to go a lot further because you're only going to be paying for people who are watching your content past the 30 second mark. Um, whereas with Facebook, for example, you're, you're paying per view based on three seconds, for example. So hmm. um, you know that the quality of the audience that you're building through YouTube is going to be a much higher quality. Okay, so you made two really good points there. The targeting metric point that you made, which is the fact that you could actually target other people's channels. Okay, that's really, really important because not even Facebook has the ability to be able to go, um, oh, I want to um, target this group or this Facebook group, or I want to be able to go and target this Facebook page. You can't do that. I get clients come to me all the time asking if I can advertise towards... um, a particular Facebook group, a particular Facebook likes, you know, um, page of likes, for example, or to this particular Facebook group. So nine times out of 10, you have to turn around and go, sorry, no, I can't. It's not really possible. I can do interests and I can do behavior. I can't really do um, people that have interacted with a certain page that I do not own. Um, and the other side of that is the cost implications. So traditional TV advertising, you would be paying a heck of a lot of money for a slot, okay? You'd be paying for, you know, this many adverts over this amount of days uh, at this particular time period. And that would cost you a heck of a lot of money, taking out all the production value that you'd have to put into it as well. So to be able to essentially um, get 30 seconds worth um, of essentially free advertising uh, video advertising on youtube and then you'd have the uh then the you'd only pay if someone actually clicked on the advert or if they'd watched 30 seconds surely that makes youtube ads so much more powerful than people actually really think that it is and i don't see a lot of uptake from certainly small business owners um for youtube ads so is there an argument to be made there that you know small business owners should be thinking about using youtube adverts absolutely um because one of the the key things that you can um stipulate when you're targeting uh, prospects is your uh, geography so your demographic so you can target people within a local area um, it's not just a kind of blanket, you know, sheet of everybody who subscribes to Gary V's channel or whoever's channel that is that you're targeting. Um, you can do it ge- ge- geographically uh, specific as well. Um, another thing to add as well, even to get even more granular, is that you can actually target people who watch a specific video, which is something that you can't do on any other network either. Um, so, say for example, there's one video that's got millions of views and that's got lots of recurring traffic coming to it, you identify that video and go, right, that's the video that my audience is watching over and over Mm -hmm. again. So you don't even have to build a YouTube audience. You can steal somebody else's, you know, and put your video before theirs. Um, There's, yeah, a lot of, um, I mean, that's a a kind of hack, if you like. Yeah. Um, But that is a a really great, um, you know, quick step into reaching your audience and reaching an engaged audience uh, as well. So local businesses should definitely be looking into this. Um, I think the one thing that's stopping a lot of local businesses uh, going into it is that the Google Ads platform is quite complex to navigate, you know, the first few times around. Mm -hmm. Um, what I would definitely recommend is uh, picking up some training um, and even if you do at some point pass on your advertising to somebody else if you have knowledge of how it all fits together on the back end of the platform you can ask better questions or um, you know even provide some strategy insights that other advertisers won't see as part of your business because it's very difficult to, to know your business as well as the owner does right um, and so I would totally recommend get trained on 
YouTube ads specifically Hello. to start off with. In fact, I would do YouTube ads before looking at Google because Google ads, for example, have so many different uh, distribution channels. With YouTube, it's just one specific um, channel or network you, that you're looking at, and it's video specifically as well. So you can essentially Hello, put up one ad and test <clears throat> that among channels, videos, demographics, and geography as well. I think every local business owner should be looking at it today. So I totally recommend small businesses uh, or even entrepreneurs, anybody who is looking to reach a target audience and don't know how to online, I would even recommend doing YouTube over Facebook to start off with. Um, I think the biggest problem with people getting involved with advertising is that the advertising platforms are quite complex to really figure out to start off with. The great thing about YouTube is, you know, you can't really do image ads. There's not a lot of copywriting required. If you're good in front of um, a camera or a video camera or even, a, you know, an iPhone camera, for example, even if you're not that good in front of an iPhone camera, but you can talk about the problem that you solve, I think YouTube is a great starting point for a lot of businesses that are looking to access a highly engaged market. And it seems kind of crazy for me if because I think you're absolutely right. You know, the the Google Ads platform is very, very difficult to get into, to get started on. And I think that is putting a lot of people on it. And the power of um, YouTube adverts with a whole generation of people and even the older generation, should I say, shifting their viewing patterns and behaviors over to YouTube, it, it can become very, very powerful. I want to touch on one other section of YouTube ads, and that is not just the fact that, first of all, you could get free branding, as it were, because you only pay if someone watches your adverts for over 30 seconds or um, if someone clicks on the ad. I think the second part is to talk about actually the cost of um, someone clicking through and um, someone actually uh, engaging with your YouTube adverts. Because am I right in thinking, and certainly from my experience, it's actually very, very low, certainly when we're talking about in comparison with Facebook and Google search ads. Yeah. I mean, so the great thing is, is the ads inventory, so this is the amount of space that's available for ads, is huge at the moment because not a lot of people are using it. Um, there's not a huge amount of competition. and There's generally competition that will drive the cost per click up. So now is a great time to kind of take advantage of this. Um, I mean, we've seen, you know, our cost per leads being, you know, lower than, than five pounds, which is really, really good when you're mm -hmm. driving people to take 45 minutes out of their day to watch a webinar, for example. Um, so if you think about, if you're picking up, uh, for example, a lead for say five pounds a day, and you can you know, afford to spend 20 pounds a day, okay, so that's four leads a day, but over the case of a month, you've got you know, a huge amount of leads to, yeah. um, and, and basically it becomes a numbers game. There's gonna be a percentage of those leads, generally speaking, 3% of your market is ready to buy today. So if you're able to pick up, um, you know, with a, sm a small budget, e even I say starting off with say five to 600 pounds a month, um, I, you know, you're probably going to be able to pick up a client or two um, from running just YouTube ads, one ad um, to like a landing page, for example, or uh, another longer video, for example. Hmm. Um yeah, it's, it's really cost effective for smaller businesses at the moment that don't have huge advertising budgets. Okay, so Fionn, let's say I'm a small business, okay? We have um, YouTube ads now sound really, really appealing to me. I get a low cost per click. I get um, 30 seconds worth of free uh, branding, even if someone's not even interested in my product or they don't click through. Um, and I want to get started using YouTube ads. Now, we've already talked about the myriad of different targeting options that I have available to me. Um, we can obviously target to a particular interest. We can target to particular search queries we can target to a channel, even to a video. What should be my thinking in terms of strategy, in terms of what I should target towards? Is there is there something which I can think, I want to get the lowest cost per lead as possible? Is there something that I should really be thinking about first before I start thinking about how I should target? Because I imagine people will just default and go, oh, I'm just going to target this particular behavior or interest. Is that the way to go? Yeah, good, great question. So uh, one thing that 
uh, YouTube and Google both provide is buyer level intent. Okay. Um, now that's not the best way to go about it because there's an important piece in marketing that people need to build before they'll consider buying from you. And that is the no like and trust factor. In fact, I prefer to call it the no love and trust factor mm-hmm. um, because people won't buy from you until those things have been accomplished. Mm-hmm. Um, so rather than just going for the sell, what I uh, suggest to prospects and clients is rather than focusing on selling, focusing on solving. So really kind of getting down to what is the problem that you solve for your customer or your client. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll probably notice that there's a pattern that, that shows up when you're watching YouTube ads, okay? Or lots of other ads that are text-based as well. And that is the opening line being, do you struggle with, insert <laughs> the problem, okay? Um, and that is kind of down to the advertiser knowing the specific problem that they solve. If we say, you know, we do everything for everybody, the chances are that we're not really going to appeal to anybody, okay? So if there's a specific problem that you solve for one specific type of customer, that's a really, really good thing to get down um, in simple terms before you start running advertising. Um, Because the the broad kind of spray and pray uh, model of of advertising does not work. Um, So one problem, one prospect, and one offer is probably the best way to go um, to start off with. And just picking like the problem that you can solve probably the easiest um, and that's the highest value to your prospect. You can have, mm. I mean, you, if you do have lots of different offers or products in the back end, um, focusing on just selling one or solving one problem to start off with. Because as soon as you develop that no like, and trust factor is people will buy from you again and again. So rather than try to give them the full menu, um, give them something that is really deep, stopping them from getting to where it is they want to be, whether they want to uh, grow their business or whether they want to smell better or what have you. Um, Focusing on that specific problem first is the best uh, way to go before thinking about targeting and so forth. Once you have um, a good idea about the problem that you solve, Crafting that message so it's crystal clear, this is the problem and this is how we solve it. And then just getting that in front of people who are most likely to be interested in getting that problem solved for them. Um, We've spoken about different ways of targeting. So we've spoken about uh, channel-based targeting. We've spoken about video-specific targeting and also keyword targeting as well. The great thing is you can actually layer those as well. So you can have a video channel plus specific keywords for example, um, to really focus in on, really target um, a specific demographic with the problem that you solve. So it's not really down to who do I get this in front of to start off with. It's now really focusing on ourselves and what's the problem that we solve and how can we help other people? Um, And then that magical line at the start of the ad, do you struggle with X, Y, and Z? Well, we found you know, doing things this way, we used to have the same problem, but since we've switched to this um, strategy, we're now getting results for clients. And here are some testimonials, here's some social proof and so forth. Um, that is really your, your YouTube ad um, in a nutshell is the problem and then the proof. Uh, those are the big things that you want to kind of get in there. Um, and that's what's going to force people to, to click through and uh, raise their awareness of what it is that you do. I think that is absolutely perfect. I I couldn't have put that better myself. That was absolutely beautiful. And you're absolutely right with everything you say. You have to get that message clear. That's absolutely vital. Making sure that you are solving some kind of pain point that your clients have, providing that little bit of value um, and then then working your way towards the sell and then the targeting almost becomes becomes an afterthought. If I try and set that into an example, um, say, so I could... Obviously, I let's say I have a cleaning service in um, 
uh, Wigan because uh, that's where I'm based at the moment. So I have a cleaning service in Wigan. I could, um, obviously, I'm wanted to target, is your house a mess? Or as, as you stated, do you smell? <laughs> uh, which is so beautifully put. Um, but, you know, it, you know, is, is your house a state? Do you want to get it all sorted? It's spring now. You know, you want to spring clean. You know, that get that message right. And obviously, that's not perfect. Don't take my word on that message. But getting that message right and then your targeting could be off the back of, I don't know, say Maria Kondo on her um, YouTube channel, for example, you know, harboring off the whole Netflix um, phenomenon that is that is her Netflix series at the moment. You know, something like that. If you have that range of thinking, then you are you're setting the message right and targeting to an appropriate audience that for those that are too lazy to actually go and do follow what Maria Kondo says and do it themselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. And even because um, there's likely going to be ads that are similar mm-hmm. to um, the ones that you're wanting to to put on YouTube, for example. So say, for example, it is a cleaning business. Um, you know, it's like figuring out what is your unique selling proposition, for example. Um, a, it might be, you know, getting rid of unwanted odor, for example, or, mm-hmm. um, you know, the specific to say damp or something like that. Or it might be, you know, for people who struggle with allergies, for example, would you like a natural solution for people to come in and clean your house? You know, it's like those are two very specific but yet very different pain points. Um, and the truth is, is, is it is hard to find a cleaner who uses only natural products, for example, mm. because the problem with natural products is they don't really work sometimes, you yeah. know? Um, and so getting into that kind of really refined place where you're positioning yourself as being different from everything else that's on the marketplace. And this is a key thing that I learned when it came to marketing is that when it comes to your unique selling proposition is thinking of something that your prospect hates the alternatives, right? So they don't like the alternatives and they want something else, right? Because as soon as you can um, polarize against the other alternatives that they don't like, they love and trust you already. They're like, oh, thank the heavens. Somebody has put a solution in place that means that I don't have to do it. You know, I don't have to use chemical-based products when I want a natural solution, for example. You know, mm. um, So getting really kind of refined on your messaging, because it is going to be a small space to run your YouTube ad, um, and really kind of hitting, like you say, on those pain points uh, and providing proof as to who it's worked for and um, who already loves your service. Those are the great ways to start and end a YouTube ad. To sort of put that into perspective, I don't know what your feelings on this. If you take um, McDonald's current campaign regarding their coffee at the moment um you know they're they're trying to sort of say if you're fed up with all these very posh coffees and you know you're fed up with your coffee just being over complicated to a point micro bubbles and all that kind of stuff all you want is a cup of coffee and it's it's at a right price point and it's just coffee that's kind of that point that you're making you're trying to sort of take away those alternatives that are driving you mad um and present this very simple easy it's just a cup of coffee yeah and that's one of the things is rather than being better than um, or more complicated than sometimes just being simpler than is a key differentiator within the marketplace because people love simple people love things that they can integrate into their existing lives people love quick for example you know um and so i wouldn't buy a mcdonald's coffee personally um because i kind of you know i've probably call myself a bit of a caffeine snob i like my uh, posh coffees now and again i have <laughs> cut down because i did become uh, a bit of an addict but um i, I would probably would prefer a posh coffee over the uh, mcdonald's uh, option <laughs> that's fair enough it, i mean I, I wasn't expecting this to become like a, a ca you know a coffee anonymous but that's fine yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i'm probably um, not their target audience you know i'm probably it's probably for more people who are in the rush they need their caffeine hit and they don't want to pay big uh big pounds and dollars for it so yeah i totally get where they're going with it 
No, absolutely. I suppose the other thing that might be putting off people, and I know we've touched on it already, is this fact that do I'm a small business? Do I need all that production value? Do I need, should I be concerned about having to get the best in terms of video production and costing thousands to get you know the right video shot and all that? Is that is that so much of a worry? for for youtube ads um or are we sort of pining after what it used to be like on tv and perhaps some because obviously there are big names on youtube ads and they're predominantly the ones that we see at the moment do it do we have to worry about that or do we not have to worry so much about this very expensive video production anymore that's a great question um through thousands of hours of split testing, I am going to categorically say it does not matter the um, video quality uh, or, or the, the production uh, quality itself. To be honest, the quality and the standard that we're used to these days, just from smartphones, is really enough to to get started. Okay, And that's the important thing is getting started because we mm. can procrastinate and go, you know, I want the the best production and you know you could spend thousands tens of thousands on the production of the video but you later find that that message doesn't resonate with your intended market for example right so my kind of philosophy is is to test and fail fast right Hmm. and the best way to do that is to grab a phone or something like that um and get your messaging down first because once you get your messaging down, then you can really focus on uh, increasing the quality of your video production and so forth. Um, yeah, another thing on that as well is that it's, you know, pe- people say, you know, business to business or business to consumer, right? Hmm. Whereas business is really person to person or human to human, right? Yeah. So the better that we can capture the human experience um and and albeit that might be through you know a smartphone that is going to be the best way to connect directly and build a relationship with your intended client so rather than thinking about oh i need to be you know commercial and be high production and and that kind of thing it's focusing on the relationship and the messaging part of your marketing first Uh, because you can be imperfect and still get results that's the truth of it um but if you choose to take the route of producing your video to a high value like i say you might not get the market to message match for example um and then you're back to square one having lost a lot of money so get on it um get your message down the problem that you solve and who you solve it for get it on there see what the results are and the great thing is you only have to test you know five pounds a day to start off with you know you might get a lead a day and you you can tell whether something's going to work or not and you know even if you spend five pounds a day and you know after 30 days you switch the ad off you don't have any clients you've only spent 150 pounds yeah um which if you combine that or compare that next to a video for example you can spend a lot more for a high production video than 150 pounds so hmm. uh feel fast um and that will you know help you get your traction in the marketplace message over production i suppose is the uh, is the takeaway uh, from love that. it thomas yes <laughs> so if um someone is thinking about starting to utilize youtube ads i have a twofold question it's my last two questions um someone's thinking about getting into YouTube ads, a small business, someone that's wanting to do it themselves. I suppose my first question is, we talked about that barrier to the Google ads platform. So what what are the best methods to um, overcome that barrier, learning the Google ads platform enough to be able to go and do it um, and you know work, start creating a campaign uh, for YouTube ads? And my second question is, what are the hints and tips that you have from your experience that could um, really set them apart from the crowd? Sure. So the great thing about YouTube is that you can type in how to and then run a YouTube ad, for example. Um, and you're going to get you know a lot of really high quality stuff that you can do in 10 minutes or less. Mm. That's a great starting point. Um, if you're you know serious about getting under the bonnet and so forth, I would probably recommend, you know, do a search on LinkedIn or um, you know somebody who specifically does YouTube ads, 
um, to you know do a one on one, book a one on one session with them, get get them to to hold your hand through the process, mm-hmm. um, and also provide some feedback along the way. That's um, you know probably the next step up from there. If you don't feel confident with just picking things up from a video. Um, you can get somebody to run them for you and then hand them over to you as well. It's all going to be dependent on who you connect with um, and who you seek based on um, your own technical expertise, what you're comfortable with. Um, but what I would say is don't get too bogged down in the technical aspect of it. If it's the case that you find it's going to be too complicated or too confusing, get somebody to show you. Probably your, um, you know, your 10-year-old, 14-year-old nephew is going to be able to show you how to run a YouTube ad, you know? <laughs> yeah. um, it's, in all honesty, that's not the difficult part. The difficult part is when you start using large budgets as to how to distribute, uh, distribute them effectively and efficiently. That's mm-hmm. when the big, bigger kind of problems, the good problems um, start setting yeah, in. And yeah. you would contact somebody like myself or... Um, you know somebody in Thomas's network who would you know specializes in traffic and YouTube ads and that kind of thing Um, so that's why YouTube ads are simple they're not easy but they're simple and there's only you know a handful of steps you can get through in one page in order to run your first YouTube ad Um, another thing as well is that Google has a great support team as well um, so you can reach out to Google and ask for the support in setting up a Google ad. Uh, what I would say, um, and this is probably off the record and specific for um, digital marketing punk audience, <laughs> is I wouldn't ask Google for any strategic advice when it comes to spending your money on their platform. Um <laughs> Because for lack I know of a I bit, already know the answer to this, but <laughs> why 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 is it that you shouldn't ask Google? Well, for lack of a better uh, metaphor, it's like it's it's like asking the stripper how much you should pay. <laughs> that is the perfect metaphor. <laughs> and so yeah, so anything technically um Beneath the bonnet, yep, ask Google about that. Anything else, find somebody with a track record, somebody who knows what they're doing, um, and, you know, get them to walk you through. Like I say, though, you could probably find, you know, a niece or a nephew, son, daughter, to say, you know, how is it you you, you run a YouTube ad? It's just like, I don't know yet, but let's find out, you know? <laughs> yeah. um, and they can probably work it out pretty quickly. Um, like I say, the problem really starts to, to happen when you're looking at bigger budgets and looking at how to scale that. That's the common problem that a lot of newbies and um, you know business owners have is once they get something working is how do they then scale it at that point? Mm-hmm. Well, Fion, I'd like to say thank you so much and, and just end this on, tell everybody how they can um, contact you, how they can connect with you, how they can find you if they want more information on how to look into setting up YouTube ads for their business. Sure thing. Um, the best place to get me at the moment is uh, by email, which is hello at convertclient.com. Um, we do lots of different traffic strategies and um, lots of online client getting uh, antics and processes. Um, we we do a lot of end to end services and so forth. But I say YouTube is one of my favourite personally. And um, yeah, so if you want to get involved in, in YouTube, or even if you'd like to to book a one to one, for sure, get in touch with me. We'll we'll see if YouTube ads is right for your business and. Uh, we can connect and, and and go from there. I can't stress enough. If you are thinking of doing that and you you still feel a little bit overwhelmed, and it is understandable. I think we've both we've both said that today. Um, it is understandable to be a little bit overwhelmed, certainly by the platform and the the idea of doing it. If you are overwhelmed, then do connect and hook up with Fiona. I mean, he does he really does know his stuff, and he'll be able to um, look after you, hold your hand, and and basically give you the um well you will give them the yes or no whether you think it's going to be applicable or not applicable absolutely i mean for me the most important thing is that we're in a results based industry and i can 
pretty, I'm, I trust my instinct now. It's like I can look at something and go, this is going to work or this is not going to work before yeah. I even spend any money on it. So I will definitely give the yes or no, um, whether it's going to suit you or not. I have a, I'm, I'm currently working with an apprentice at the moment who who works under me and uh, she keeps turning around as she's sort of learning all this and learning all the processes and going through that and uh, she keeps just turning around to me and going how do you know that <laughs> and it, it does just boil down to experience at the end of the day doesn't it absolutely and and being entrusted with other people's money as well is that you know when you're running ads and so forth is I spend the money as if I'm spending it my own money yeah. and if I you know it basically has to pass the uh, the personal test which would be would I run this ad for myself on my own budget you know mm-hmm. um, and if the answer is no then you know I'd go back to the client and say you know it's I'm not I wouldn't run this because I'm not confident it's going to work for x y and z reason um, and the great thing is is when you do have experiences you have data driven analytics that basically back up your hunch you know yeah. so it's not it's not really subjective anymore. It becomes like, this is the pattern that we're spotting. This is what works and this is what doesn't. I would recommend doing something different based on this. Well, Fionn, thank you so much for joining us um, today and talking about YouTube ads. Um, I hope that everyone has found it really, really useful. I know I have. I've learned a lot because um, YouTube ads is one of those things where I've, I have worked with it. I've done stuff with it, but I've never had the opportunity yet to get really hands deep in it, I suppose. Um, so thank you so, so much. Thank you so much for having me, Thomas. So a big massive thank you there to Fionn Patrick for coming on to the show, uh, for talking about uh, YouTube advertising. For me, like I was kind of alluding to in uh, that interview, I think it's something which people are put off by because of the advertising factor, the video factor. Is it costly? I have to produce the video. Does that video then have to be of such a quality before they'll allow it? But the fact of the matter is, I think it's a really good opportunity. And if you do go out there now, after, after listening to this interview and you do go out, and start to conduct YouTube advertising, please do let me know how you get on, how you found it. Um, it'll be really, really interesting to me to see that in action. And certainly you've been inspired by the Digital Marketing Podcast. I mean, that would be awesome. If you do want to get in contact with me, you can do. I'd love to hear your questions, your queries, and your feedback about the show. So you can email me, podcast at digitalmarketingpunk.co.uk. If you want to do that, you can email me direct to my computer that I am in front of right now. Uh, I'd love to hear from you so do not be afraid of doing that if you want to you can connect with me across all social media as well you can find me on facebook facebook.com forward slash digital marketing punk you can also find me on twitter at punk underscore digital and instagram as well at digital marketing punk and you can connect with me on linkedin you can do that just by searching digital marketing punk and my face will appear it would be great if you haven't done so already to subscribe to the Digital Marketing Podcast. And if you really like the show and you've been really enjoying it, even though I've been terrible at keeping up to date with actually providing you with episodes, then it would be great. And I'd really appreciate it if you could show that appreciation by giving us a five-star review on iTunes. Um, please, please do that. It would help me out no end. Um, and um, I would love you forever for it. I have some exciting things in the works, not just for this show, um, but for everybody that engaged me across social media and everywhere else. I've got some really exciting ideas, um, which I'm hoping to put into action very, very soon. So please do stay tuned in. Do stay connected with me. Um, and yeah, I hope you will join me on the next episode, which should be a lot sooner than the last episode to this one of the Digital Marketing Podcast. Thank you very much for listening.